0: Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions.
1: Hey, Aaron. Hey, what's up, Tony? Well, I got a question for you. You ready? Shoot. Okay. What if there was something in your life... That your entire life you thought to be true, but one day, the very thing you had always believed to be true turned out not to be true. When would you want to know about it? Probably now. Good answer.
0: Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. The Worry-Free Retirement with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author, Tony Walker.
1: In an attempt to improve my abilities to help savers worry less about money and become the very best retirement planning specialist I can become, over the years I've taken a lot of my own money and own personal time to attend literally hundreds of different educational conferences and workshops hosted by others in the field of finance, money, psychology, and yes, even the art of listening. And of all the great things I've learned about money and the study of how they view the truth about this old world and all this money flowing through it, was this particular question posed by a random presenter at a conference I attended that went something like this. What if what you thought to be true all your life one day turned out not to be true? And then the most important question, the tagline, when would you want to know about it? Well, it's a powerful question to ask oneself when those truths we have always believed in our heart of hearts do, in fact, turn out not to be true. And nowhere is this sudden event of exposing a falsehood of something once believed to be true falling in the camp of dealing with people, money, and retirement, something we must expose as half-truths, and as we cover in our final episode of Financial Law and Order, Part 3. Well welcome folks to the Worry Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, financial truth detector and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And before we get started, let me introduce to you this young man in the studios, America's favorite financial sidekick who I posed this question to right before the show, Mr. Aaron Orander. Good morning, Aaron. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing real well. Have you have you ever heard that question before asked of you?
0: I've I've heard you Mention it before. I've heard you talk about that
1: that phrase, that question before. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about that though? Has there ever been anything in your life that you really did think you knew the answer to was true, and then for whatever reason you realize, wait a minute, maybe I don't really believe this after all? Anything you can think of?
0: Well, uh, this may or may not. This may or may not go with what you're saying. So when I was in college, I remember I had a friend who. Long story made short, he thought he was doing really well or he thought he was doing okay in this particular class. Well, turns out he wasn't doing real well in it. And he was kind of just, he was just kind of taken back. He's like, I don't know why the teacher didn't come and talk to me. I mean, I would have been willing to do extra credit or, you know, whatever. I just, but I think he eventually did go and talk to the teacher and the teacher very much was kind of like, well, that's you know, that's on you to figure that out. That's, you know, I can't sit here and meet with, you know, all, you know, this was in college. So I yeah. mean, the guy probably had a couple hundred students. He's like, I can't sit here and meet with every single one that may or may not be doing well in my class. I, I don't know if that really goes with what we're talking about or not, but no. that was kind of one of the things I thought about.
1: No, I mean, that's that's a good point. Um, yeah, especially in school. Um, I tell you the funniest thing happened to me like that, that you bring it up, I was at Bowling Green High School uh senior in high school. It was going into the fourth quarter. So, you know, you had quarters back then. Right. My guidance counselor, Miss McCubbin, she comes dragging me out of this one class I'm in. She said, Tony, we got a problem. That's what's wrong, Miss McCubbin. She said, you haven't taken enough history. And I said, what do you mean? She said, if you don't take one more history class, you can't graduate. Oh. So she, she says, here, just pick a class. Well, there was two history classes that she could get me, worm me in, you know, cause it was already started the quarter. One was a history class taught by an old boring dude. I can't remember what it was. And the other was a history class taught by then. She was a teacher. She became later mayor in our uh, town, Patsy Sloan, called Women in America. (laughs) Nice. And I was the only male in there. And I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. So (laughs) that was a truth that I found out. But uh, yeah, it was shocked me that I thought I was getting ready to graduate high school. No, I wouldn't. But folks, in all seriousness, this is a financial show, by the way, not a dating game show. But we are going to (laughs) uncover certain truths now, quite frankly, some of these might be true, they may not, but that's the whole point. In the financial world, many of these truths that has been espoused and been dogmatically proclaimed on the internet, financial entertainers, uh, people you talk to, I, I don't care who it is, but a lot of these truths do not fit your truth. And we on this show are gearing our truth to savers. And what I've done over the past 38 years is realize that a lot of savers have believed a lot of things about money that really and truly are just not true. Um, I'll give you an example, and of where we're going with this, and I'm gonna go over some basic math here in a minute, but can you imagine, I think we covered this last week, but it's just in my mind, I can't help it. Can you imagine if teachers all your life, parents, people you trusted had convinced you beyond a shadow of a doubt that two plus two was equal to five? Can you imagine all the errors you would have committed in math based on this assumption that 2 plus 2, in other words, it just was wrong. Yeah, okay. And then all of a sudden, some guy, let's say a mathematician or maybe back to college, you attend a class and you sit down all these years, you thought 2 plus 2 is equal to 5, and he all of a sudden says 2 plus 2 is equal to 4. And this guy's a mathematician, world-renowned mathematician, and all of a sudden you've got to say to yourself, wait a minute, I could have actually been wrong, and then who are all these people teaching me? So folks, when we come back, we're going to expose some of the main things that I hear over and over again, espoused by the financial world as truths, okay, dogmatic truths, when in reality, many of the things we're going to cover are going to take a trained retirement specialist to help you determine if those truths these people are espousing are really truths for you. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. We're continuing and concluding our series on financial law and order. Part 3, you stay tuned. Are you nearing retirement and does your employer offer you a pension? Do you realize that with interest rates going up, the value of your pension will be going down by as much as a 25% loss in value? Don't let this kind of money get away from you. Take action now before your lump sum pension loses value. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or give us a call at 877-499-9255. Welcome back to The Worry-Free Retirement. We're talking about this notion of truth. Uh, Aaron, in the break, I brought up something to you. Uh, We are going to be recording our television show, The Worry-Free Retirement, immediately following the recording of this show, which, by the way, we're recording the show August sixteenth, 2022. But, you know, I I was just thinking, uh, as I prepared the TV show, I always have a Bible segment at the end of the television show. And, gosh, one of the biggest truths I believed was that basically there was no God. I mean, for the first 31 years of my life, I took psychology and philosophy and even though i was drug off to church as a youngster i just didn't buy into the notion until ironically i'm 62 years of age now 31 years ago i began to believe and life has never been the same but that's that's a pretty heavy duty thing and i'll cover that in the television show incidentally uh, aaron tell folks how they can watch the tv show and even past episodes of the television show the worry-free retirement sure tony
0: no problem folks if you wanna catch past episodes, all you gotta do is go to youtube.com. That's youtube.com. And right there in the top, on in the search bar, just type in Tony Walker Financial. Click search, and you'll see Tony's smiling face. Just click on that, you're gonna find past episodes, plus all types of other video content.
1: All right, thank you, Aaron. So we're kind of uh, continuing this question that's a wonderful question to ask yourself, and that is this, what if all your life there was something you believed to be true, but one day turned out not to be true. And the most poignant part of this question concludes with, okay, so you've learned it is true, but when would you want to know about it? And I think the, uh, in finance, probably the biggest challenge to my understanding of money, uh, Aaron, happened years ago. I'd already been through the CLU program, the Charter Life Underwriter program in the 80s. I'd already been through, in the early 90s, the Certified Financial Planning Educational Program. So I'd, I'd been pretty well educated by the academic world. You with me? Okay. And I did what we call estate planning and financial planning. I was eat up with that stuff. And I thought I was pretty good of it, quite frankly. And I never will forget, I went to a conference in Atlanta. Um, I think it was sponsored by an insurance company or something. And you could listen to all these different breakout se- sessions of speakers. you with me? Okay. And I didn't know some of these people. I'm, You know. Uh, this was in '94, I think it was. Anyway, so somebody said, "Hey, Tony, uh, when are you heading back to Bowling Green?" I'd driven to Atlanta, and I said, well, "I got to get back early." And he goes, "Oh man, you." This was a guy I met that I really uh, thought was a sharp guy. He said, "You got to stick around for the last session uh, to hear about this guy who created this system called Leap, L-E-A-P. And I'm thinking, "What? I mean, I got to get on the road." He said, "Tony, I'm telling you, you better stay around." So we, I stuck around. His name was Bob Castellone. He was delivering his little message. It was about a two hour workshop. And when we went in, i never forget, the guy's name was Jeff. He said, Tony, stop him." And I go, what? He goes, he's gonna take questions. Do not ask any questions. I said, well, I'll ask questions if I want to. He said, he said Tony, just listen to what he has to say. Don't ask questions and just try to process what he's saying. I said, okay, okay, all right, you with me? Yep. So we go in, there's probably 40 people in this room, and I kind of sit in the back just to listen. And he immediately starts talking about a lot of the things people believe about money and different things we've been told to do, and why a lot of these things may or may not be good for people. And one of the first things he hit on, now this was back when I was doing estate planning, was something called survivorship life insurance policy. So this back in the late 80s, early 90s, back then, folks, you could pass uh, along $600,000 each spouse without estate taxes. But if you were worth more than $1.2 you know, a lot of people were back then, when you died, you would owe taxes of up to 55% on that balance. So let's do the math, Aaron. Let's say you and your wife pass away, you're worth $5 million dollars, with some proper planning, you could shield $1.2 million. That would leave $3.8 million exposed to estate taxes. Your kids would owe 55% of $3.8 million. That's almost $2 million. And you think about it, who in the world can scrap together $2 million? And this was due in nine months, by the way, after death. $2 million to pay the government. Who has that kind of money sitting around? Right. That's Nobody saying it's insane. <laughs> well, this is this is what happened. Most people who had that kind of money had businesses and farmland or whatever. So what we would do in the estate planning process, we'd come in and we would go, hey, you don't have enough money to pay these taxes. Your kids don't. Why don't we do this? Why don't we carve off a little bit of money each year? We're going to put it in a trust outside your estate so that it's not subject to any estate taxes. It's tax-free. It's called second-to-die or survivorship life insurance. Hang with me, folks, because this is really important. And uh, so it made sense. And even the accountants and attorneys loved it. So instead of the kids having to fork over $2 million or whatever, the owner, the business owner or the landowner would take some of the money now, maybe it was 15000 a year, and buy this life insurance policy. You know what okay. I mean? But it wouldn't pay until the second death. And I just thought these were the greatest things in the world. You put them in trust. Well, all of a sudden, Bob Castellone said, how many of you are using second-to-die life insurance? Well, I was even afraid to raise my hand at this point because Jeff had warned me. And he goes, "Uh, may I ask why? Well, here we are. You know, we're all real confident. Well, because the tech, and we went through it, and he just shook his head. And he said, what if I told you all that stuff was the worst financial decision you could ever make? And he just stopped. Well, he then, so I was all ears because I was going to try to listen, for the next 30 minutes, He described something called lost opportunity cost. And I I knew enough about how insurance companies price products, and as he exposed this stuff, I'd never heard of this, but I thought, wait a minute, there was something about it that made sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, you just, it's like you don't know if it's really true, but it's like it's challenging what you believed. And I really sat there and I thought, This is actually making sense. But here was the problem, Aaron. I'd set up my whole practice to sell these policies, right? Mm -hmm. I was getting ready to head back to Bowling Green, all the areas that I covered. I went all throughout the state. I worked with some large business owners, and this was challenging the very thing I was telling them to do. You see the quandary. (laughs) I mean, it's my livelihood in a way. And then the next thing, and I'll cover this with you folks, because most of you don't need 2nd to die life insurance, but that was just the beginning. Then before it ended, he goes, now the last thing I want to cover is something called the 401k. How many of you have clients that have 401ks? And we're all raising our hands real quickly. And how many of you tell them, especially those of you who've been through all the financial planning courses, tell them to max out your 401k. I quickly raised my hand. And he said, what if I told you that might be the worst thing you could tell them? Well, then I stopped. And then he went through and examined the 401k and all of the pitfalls I'd never thought about the 401k. Sounds so, like your day got ruined. <laughs> my day was messed up, man. So after listening to all that, and then what I ended up doing here, and I just said, man, this guy, there's something about this guy. So I took all kinds of courses from him, from other people too, but I traveled all around the country and I became a big believer in opportunity cost. I really did. So what I wanted to do, here's several things before we get into this, because folks, if you've got a 401k, whether you're retired or uh, still working, you're gonna to wanna to hear this in a minute, but okay, let me go through some of the things that I'd always learned and still to this day people say that are absolutely true. Are you with me, Aaron? These are things that are I call it being dogmatic. You know, if you ever been around somebody that says dogmatic, you can't you can't even talk to them right. if you're gonna Yeah, okay. At least I thank God that I was open enough to listen to Mr. Castellone. Some of the people turn him off. Some people argued with him. You know what I mean? They wouldn't yeah. even listen. I thought, come on, man. Just at least listen to the guy. Anyway, so here's some of the dogmatic so-called truths that I still hear today. Here's one. You should always delay taking your Social Security as long as possible. So the longest you can delay is at age 70. So that's a dogmatic truth that in many cases turns out not to be true. We find this out in working with so many people. Here's one. We still have people, financial entertainers on the radio, talking about a terrible thing to tell people, and it's this supposed truth. Term life insurance is always better than whole life insurance. Again, without going into detail, uh, that, that a lot of cases is terribly false. Thank goodness I didn't listen to that advice. And while I've got some term life insurance still, I always tell people it was because of the amount of money I poured into whole life insurance all these years that I was able to borrow the money from myself to buy this building we're sitting in today, Aaron, and pay myself back the way I wanted to pay it back and a huge amount of tax advantages the way that worked out. Anyway, here's another one. Whatever you do, I hear this still today, Aaron, because people know we love annuities here whatever you do, stay away from those annuities. <laughs> it's like Right. We've heard that a lot. Oh, man. Yeah. And when people come in and say that, I'll say, oh, okay. Do you mind me asking why they said to stay away from them? And every time, Aaron, the reasons, they're just false. They're not accurate. So anyway, that's another one I hear. Um, here's another one. Always invest most of your money in the stock market because over the long term, the stock market always goes up. Now, that is true over the long term, it always goes up, but that assumes that nobody ever retires. It assumes that nobody ever needs money when the stock market's crashing. So that's a terrible message to send because although yes, it's true, in history the stock market's always gone up it's always gone up and down well one thing you've talked about i was going to say
0: that also assumes that everybody's the same age and mm-hmm. at the same track of life you know we talk about that a lot on this show you know i'm at a different place than where you're at That's and right.
1: mary beth who just turned 21 she's
0: <laughs> at a different place than i'm at you know so
1: that's right. It's, it's so true. And then finally, the one we're going to dive into in just a second, I've got to go through some math equations real quick. But the last one, here's the one I still hear to this day. And because of the tax rules, the way they're set up, I'll get into this next segment. Always max out your 401k plan. In other words, put as much as you can in the 401k, especially if you get a match. So I'm going to cover that next segment. But the one thing I want to cover real quick on the essence of time of this one uh, we have covered that math issue. Uh, you know, these growth mutual funds, this really gets me. What a lot of people will do, and this is people that really don't do retirement planning. These are people that are not fiduciaries and giving this advice. But they'll say, well, you know, you ought to assume an average rate of return of 10 percent or 12 percent, because on average, that's what the stock market's done. And even if that were true, that's not how numbers work. In fact, Aaron, let me give you an example that I gave on page 96 of my book, Don't Follow the Herd. Uh, it's a great book, by the way. You can purchase Don't Follow the Herd. As well, and that's also my latest book, Live Well, Die Broke. Uh, from many major bookseller on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, I would highly encourage those books to find out more about my philosophy at Tony Walker Financial. Okay. So I think we covered this last week, but it's worth covering again. So let's do some basic math according to the world's truth and what we call the average rate of return. So in year one, Aaron, you have the option of investing in the stock market. It goes up 20%. You with me? Year two, you keep your money in your 401k in the stock market. It goes up another 20%. Really good stuff, right? Right. Third year, through no fault of anybody's own, lack of control, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. The stock market goes down twenty percent. Now the average rate of return, simple math, truthful math actually, if you just took those three numbers and divided those by three, the average return is six point seven percent.
0: But is that what you really made? No, because we talked about this, let's see if I can remember correctly. So let's say you had a hundred thousand that you invested the first year it went up twenty percent. That's okay, right. great. So now you're at one twenty. Next year it went up. 20%. Well, that 20% is off of the 120, not the 100,000. Correct. So that goes up to, I don't know what it is, not 140, but around a little, there. A little higher. You're a little, good. A little yeah. higher, yeah. 146 or something like that. I don't know. The third year when it goes down 20%, the same thing. It's taken that 140, whatever it is, not the 100,000
1: and deducting bingo.
0: from that. Correct?
1: Bingo. So really the actual yield is what you need to know, not the average return. The average return has nothing to do with what you made. That's just a mathematical equation. But the truth is you only made 4.83% because of what you just described. So when I come back, we're going to talk about this notion of the 401k. And you've always heard this term, the match, the employer match and it being free money. Well, I always want to say free money as compared to what, and what does this match really do in the scheme of things, especially as we're going to see in this one example, a down stock market. So I'm Tony Walker, good stuff coming your way. If you've got a 401k IRA, 403b, you've been contributing to those things. You're wondering what that match really means. You're going to want to stay tuned for this segment. We'll be right back. getting ready to roll over your 401k to an advisor you barely know? Are they just going to invest your money or do they actually have experience in retirement planning? Well, here's my advice. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Get a written game plan from an experienced retirement planning firm that has created more than 5,000 written game plans. To get started, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and click on that Let's Get Started button. With the uncertainty of the stock market, now may be the best time to consider moving your 401k to safer territory. To talk to me at no cost or obligation, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. Aaron, I was just thinking at the break, this may be one of those shows somebody might want to go back and listen to. Uh, how can you listen to past radio shows? Sure, I can tell people that. Yeah, if you want to listen to past radio show folks,
0: all you got to do is go to soundcloud.com. That's soundcloud.com. And right there in the search bar, you just want to type in the Worry-Free Retirement. Click search, and you'll see our awesome bobblehead. You can go back and listen to this show, and this show is part three of Financial Law and Order, so you can listen to the two previous shows. You can listen to all of our shows because they're all on there. Again, that's soundcloud.com. The
1: worry-free retirement thank you Aaron okay in our time remaining in case you're just joining us we're trying to figure out this so-called truth that you should always max out your 401k plan and take advantage of this so-called free money offered by your employer assuming they offer a match so first of all let's think about this free money and really what does it help you well in a perfect world if the stock market averaged 10 percent every year and there was no losses and No fees and no taxes down the road, Uh, and you could get mailbox money for life from this 401k like my granddad enjoyed. I would say put as much as you can in the 401k plan and accept the employer match and Hallelujah. I love this little
0: perfect world you just came up with. No taxes, <laughs> no fees, no nobody knocking on your door asking
1: for money. That's a a nice little perfect world you just invented. Hey, and, and I'm not trying to get political, but you know, this Congress just passed 85,000 IRS agents speaking of knocking at your door. Yeah. Be aware of that. <laughs> but no, I don't think it'll be that hard. Where where the money's going to be found by the government is right smack dab in these 401k plans with nearly 30 trillion dollars, folks. Remember that you haven't even touched yet. Uh, that has not been taxed, and we don't know what the tax laws will be in the future, you need to really slow down on maxing out these 401k plans and being tempted by this match, supposedly free money. Because what I've learned from working in the financial world for 38 years, it's not how much you're making, it's how much you actually have to one day spend. And that's the whole philosophy of live well, die broke. If you've got all this money and it's subject to taxes and fees and risk, and you're afraid to spend it, what is... The whole point. All right, so this uh, this actually is a statement I picked up the other day, Aaron. This person wanted me to review their 401k and other monies, and they happen to have this one statement. And they said, hey Tony, um, my balance at the beginning of the year was 40,687. I'm looking at it now. And I put in quite a bit of money. I'm not even and this happens a lot. They're not even sure how much they're putting in. She said, I think it's 15%. I get a match, and and it has gone up, but I can't tell if it's made much money. It's gone up to 44588, she looked at her statement and I said, well, have you really examined what's going on here? And she said, well, no, isn't that pretty good? I said, well, let's look at your statement. Okay, so the beginning balance was 40,687, the deposits going into her 401k for the previous year, a total of $7,775. Now, of that, 6,700 was her employee pre-tax amount, and the ployer matched with so-called free money, $1,072. You with me so far, Aaron? Okay. Okay. But now just do some quick math in your head. So start out at $40,687, deposit about $7,700, and at the end of the year, the balance is $44,500. That's not... Yeah. That's losing some money, so right? You did yeah, the math real quick? Money. Yeah, losing money. Okay. So we go in here. Actually, it shows, if you know where to look, the change in value, she thought she'd made money, Actually, she had lost $38,065 because you have to take the beginning balance, you add the deposits in, and then all of a sudden you have to subtract the ending balance, which was, so the beginning balance was $40. She put in $7,700. I'm doing rough math real quick in the essence of time. Ending balance was around $4,400. That means $3,800 is gone, or at least it's not on paper now. So my question is, what happened to all that free money? And if you're losing money, is it really free? Now, let's be extreme here because I've got to use this type of example. What if all of a sudden this person now retires and needs this money, Aaron? Not only did they just lose $3,800, all right, so the deposits didn't help them at all. In fact, they just threw money in and just lost $3,800. They haven't paid taxes on this yet. So oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Paid taxes. Okay. This is kind of interesting. And then the fees charged by the financial world, they still get their money. They're not It's not like they're going to refund your fees and say, "I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. O'Render, but you lost all that money." So they get their fees. So let's and I do, and I've seen this before. I've seen where people want this money now, whether it's, you know, for an emergency or paying off a car or home. So in this example, let's say they're in a 20% tax bracket. They began with 40,000 they put in 7700 so really they've lost 3800 it's at 44 but still they've lost 3800 that's gone forever if they liquidate it and then they liquidate the 44000 at a 20% bracket that's almost what's well, just over $8000 in taxes so that brings it down to about what is that 36000 or something yeah so folks I don't know about you but that doesn't sound like free money to me at all that sounds like a costly endeavor which is why here's my point If you have a 401k, IRA, 403b, thrift savings plan, uh, maybe you've got a lump sum pension, you've got to make some decisions over it, please contact us at Tony Walker Financial. Folks, I've been working in this field for many, many years. We have literally, we have literally, and we can document this, I've overseen more than 5,000 written game plans. And that's the problem. Many of you don't have a written game plan. You got statements, you got money, you got people giving you advice left and right, but there's no way to test whether this advice is true to you or just blanket dogmatic statements that mean nothing. So, to get a free assessment of your situation, here's where all this starts. We call it the free fiduciary phone call. And all you got to do to take advantage of this free offer is log on to tonywalkerfinancial.com. TonyWalkerFinancial.com. And once there, you just click on the free phone call. You're going to be talking to me personally for about 10 minutes, and I'm going to find out about your situation. And if it warrants, we'll be happy to meet with you in either our Bowling Green, Louisville, or Lexington, Kentucky offices. Take advantage of that by going to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or you can give us a call at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, we've certainly enjoyed being with you today, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week. But you remember, between now and then, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Make it a good one.